0: Hey, good morning, and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls, and I'm your host. And today, I have—I just found out this lady is even more of a rock star than I even knew about. Like, jeez. I have the one and only Kelly Tyen on with us today. We're going to hear her life story. She's going to help some of you have a massive breakthrough in life and maybe even help me have a breakthrough. I'm pretty excited about this. So do me a favor and stop everything you're doing right now and share this out across all your social media platforms. Let's get a lot of people on here to listen to Kelly Tyen tell her story. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And we're back. Let me bring Kelly on. Kelly, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Ken. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited. Kelly, I have I started this show a little over five years ago, and it was really to help people have a breakthrough in life, to get unstuck. Um, so that's what the theme of this is all about: is is you know how did you get through the tough times and make it in life? And um, I'm excited to hear your story.
1: Thank you, yeah. and Ken. I have been through a lot of tough times, as most of us have. Yeah. But thank you again for having me. And again, we just pray that people will be inspired and have a breakthrough today. Yes. So you can Start. tell. My accent. Oh, I was gonna say. About my yeah, accent. I want you to.
0: I want you to start with where you were born and raised. I think that's where you were going.
1: The, the Midwest. Can you? Can you tell? I, I was
0: thinking like
1: Australia or. But good one. Good one. <laughs> I'm from Boston, and I pack my car. I, I I have the real Boston accent. I do. You do. And I tried for a long time to get rid of it. I just can't. I say, pass me the butter. (laughs) Call your father. (laughs) Like So this is who I am. And I have to just say, it's not going anywhere. So I'm Mm -hmm. from Boston, outside of Boston, Massachusetts, born and raised. And it's a beautiful city. If you've never been, make sure you find your way over here at some point. Message me if you're coming. In and the, I grew the, up in the
0: summer, not the winter.
1: Yes. Make sure it is after May and before yeah. October. <laughs> right. Right. So, oh, so though.
0: what was it like for you growing up? I mean, what, what was your, here's why I ask. I, I always feel like there's, there's a, a person, a an event some something that occurs in 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 everyone's life as a child that kind of directs or pushes them in the direction they go as an adult mm-hmm. so what comes to mind when i say that what what how, what was childhood like for you
1: that is absolutely true and i grew up as an only child with two of the most loving parents very intentional about providing love to me my whole life. I mean, I was their only one. They wanted more. They couldn't have more. So they got stuck with me. But it was just <laughs> a beautiful, it was a beautiful childhood experience to say the least. But wow. however, my mom, when I was born, she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis from the minute I was born. So my childhood was very tumultuous, meaning I watched my mom suffer a lot. Mm. In silence, Ken, she didn't cry. She didn't mope around. But if you know anything about rheumatoid arthritis, it's very debilitating. It attacks your joints. So there were days she was just in bed, always with a smile. She never, ever not had mascara on, even in bed. She always had her lipstick on, always. And she always got up. She didn't, unless she had to be confined to her bed, which was on and off, but she always got up and said, where are we going? What are we doing? Now, this rheumatoid did attack her body. I saw her in sixth grade, 12 years old with a halo cast. I don't know if you know what that is, but my mom had two nails drilled in her head here and two here with bar. It almost looked like she was in her own mini jail cell.
0: Oh my so, gosh.
1: It was it was like it even when I talk about this, it brings tears to my eyes because I was a little girl yeah. and I it was she had to sleep like that for weeks and months. And because if she made a wrong move, her vertebrae would have paralyzed her. That oh was fun. I know it was one of many surgeries. And I realized as I got older, I watched this woman just. Smile. Come on, Kelly. What are we doing today? You have a headache. You're going to be fine. Let's go. And I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And so over my life, she really was a true example of a woman of strength. So your question was, was there something in my childhood? And absolutely. It was my mother. I realized at a young age, I was addicted to the climb, which is my brand today. and really about becoming the courageous leader of your life because if you don't lead your own life, if you stay in the pity parties, if you have your moments where you're at rock bottom and you don't get back up, time is going. And and I know for me I'm very faithful, so I believe God wants us to always get back on our feet. So mm. as I as I was going through the teenage years and into college and after I tried various things to figure out what I wanted to do. And another person that impacted my life, who you had on your show when I was 22-ish years old, I entered, I I signed up to be a consultant with Mary Kay Cosmetics because Mm. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a teacher by trade, but I wasn't happy. So I signed up for Mary Kay, this network marketing business, selling makeup, and I met this woman, Gloria Mayfield Banks, yep. a friend of yours, and this woman blew me away. I'm talking, she had a presence about her and told us that sky is the limit. There are no ceilings here. You break ceilings, you turn them into floors, you keep climbing. And and I learned from her a wow. lot. It was amazing because I grew up again. My parents just worked. They, my mom hardly worked, but she was a teacher's aide at one point until so she couldn't. My dad was um, just it, not an entrepreneur. So I didn't know about sales and making my own money and paving my own way until I jumped into Mary Kay. And that's where I learned a lot about leadership and having a voice. And if I want to sell anything, I can make as much money as I want And I loved it. So again, I was on the climb and I was so excited to talk to the people in CVS to, I was selling my products. Anybody that came in my path, they had (laughs) a product in their hands. Really? Yes. My husband was like, okay, can you not do that (laughs) right now? Because I just want to like go grocery shopping and not have you talk to everybody.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. So, so. Did you do well? I had done well.
1: I did. I had the car. I had hundreds of women under me. Like it was such a fun experience. It really Mm was.
0: So you got the pink Cadillac.
1: You know what? I didn't get the pink Cadillac, but I got two cars under that. So I didn't. I was almost there. And then babies and kids and things happened in life. And um, my life took a turn. But yeah. that that was the beginning again of a just a, a climb that really just impacted my life in so many ways today
0: um she's uh, i just texted gloria she texted me back she's driving she can't get on i was i was telling her you got to watch this she oh, said dang i'm driving that is so fabulous so um yes so she'll watch it later i i
1: used, I used until cd players were not you know, in cars anymore. Yeah. But, you know, when you buy a new car, and they they were gone. Uh-huh. I had I listened all the time to her CDs up until that point.
0: That like, is so amazing. She's gonna love to hear that. She's gonna now. Are you are you all friends? Do you know her?
1: I have not been in her company in twenty over okay. twenty years. So, yeah, but back then, but I those did
0: principles last forever, don't they?
1: Forever. Yes, they they do.
0: Yeah,
1: and it really did lead me to entrepreneurship. You know, like just I wanted—I knew this is the path I wanted to be on. And what happened after that, Ken, was being in network marketing. I took a little break because I did have, you know, my my children. I wanted to be Mm -hmm. with them. Yeah, but I knew I went back to teaching for a little bit in between. But I really wasn't fulfilled, and I knew Mm -hmm. there was something more for me. So. I loved fitness. I loved working out from when I was 15. And a couple of my guy friends were opening a gym in my neighborhood. And I proposed to them, can I start a boot camp? And they said, sure. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. So I I started Kelly's Boot Camp for Women. I put it all together, my marketing materials to start these fitness classes in two months before I opened the door. I got a call from my doctor that I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So this was. Hold, it, hold 30,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. How old were you?
1: So this was 37, 37 ish. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, I'm sorry. 30. What am I saying? No, 30, I gonna... 30. I was younger in my young thirties. Oh my gosh. 30, yes. It was um, a really scary time because here I was. I'm ready to start a fitness business, right? Yeah. And I'm supposed to be the girl of health, the strong one. Yeah. And here okay. I was getting diagnosed with breast cancer. So to say it rocked my world is an understatement. I was blown away, like, what? Are you, do you have the right girl on the phone? Like me? I work out, I do, you know, I didn't I had to evaluate everything I was doing after that, my eating habits, my health. And that I'll tell you in one minute, but it was a rock bottom moment. But when I look back, I really leaned on that strength that I told you about in the beginning about my mom. She had such a strength inside her that if I said, if she can do it, I can do it. And I just moved forward. I really mustered up all the strength I had. My classes were starting at (laughs) 5 a.m. And I was tired, but I showed up. And now when I look back, it was such a godsend that I had this business that was starting when I got diagnosed because they were my accountability just as much as I was their accountability. Yeah. I had to show up for them in strength to work out, to get healthier. And they and I was leading them. So wow. I was it's almost like it was a blessing that it happened at that time. And then I had that business for 10 years. I've now been cancer-free almost 15 years. So it's been exciting to say. Yesterday, um, a couple of days ago, I think was Cancer, National Cancer Day. And it's just amazing when I think back over 15 years ago. That's that's
0: insane. So so back, uh, if you don't mind for a minute, just let's back up to... Um, high school and um, you're like, oh, we're going way back. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, So when when you were in high school, what, I mean, did you work? Did you have a job? Were you in athletics? What, What did, what all, how did high school form
1: you as well? I was super outgoing, very risky, would try anything. I had <laughs> lots of jobs. I loved being with people. Yeah. I worked at a donut shop from the time they let, like, whenever, 14 years old. I used mm-hmm. to work six to 12 Saturdays and Sundays. So I'd get my 12 hours in. I wow. babysat. I did all the things. I loved just being active, busy. Now, sports, not really. <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> was really not this. I I did all the basic things growing up: gymnastics, ice skating, yeah. things like yeah. that. But my friends laugh because I ended up, as I told you in the fitness business, I became CrossFit certified. I was a CrossFit athlete, <laughs> so um, it, it's funny that in high school and college I just wasn't considered athletic, but I always went to the gym. And Ken, this is really funny. You asked me to go way back. When I was in college, I went to UMass Amherst and yes. I went as a sophomore to my athletic director and I said, "Hey, can I start running aerobics classes in the dorms and I can get credits for it?" And my athletic director said, "Yes." And so, I had oh my, my big boombox and I had everybody in the dorms coming to my classes for, for oh almost it was hilarious they're like Kelly we didn't have an, even a name for it but they knew to show up oh and my
0: gosh.
1: I was teaching classes and the athletes and that were,
0: was in college
1: I was at UMass Amherst I had the baseball oh. players I had oh. the football players everybody oh. it was hilarious and it I, was-
0: so it's been uh, okay so you know as a father of two daughters um and you know, I look at our 12 year old who will be 13 in a little bit. I, I, she's like that. She's very outgoing. She's a national dance champion. She's all her. the, all this stuff. Right. And, and, and I'm always like, okay, when she's at a friend's house, what's she up to? What's she, you know, I'm like, is she making the right decisions? And, you know, so you, you, you I hear your story and I see you almost as our, our 12 year old. Like, okay, she's made some good decisions. It sounds like so. Um, when you look back at um, d- did you graduate from college? By the way, I did. I okay. did.
1: Um,
0: and is your
1: mom still with us? My mom passed six years ago. Oh my gosh!
0: Mm. Wow, I'm so sorry.
1: Thank you. That no. was another oof, rock yeah. bottom. Yes, because oh my, my mom passed as a sudden aneurysm. So it wasn't even the rheumatoid. It was like she was here at seven a.m gone at 7 p.m.
0: it Come was um, on um, wow yeah. wow so so when when you you got out of college what was your degree in
1: early childhood education and okay. spanish i loved spanish so i majored in spanish <laughs> okay. i love it wow. i went wow. to spain i did study abroad i was like i'm learning this language
0: wow that's so awesome so, which funny. is a great language to know today, right. actually. Right. Exactly. So, yes. so, um, which I don't know. I, I was just asking chat GPT the other day to teach me oh. Spanish.
1: <laughs> great way like, to learn. Right.
0: <laughs> so, so, um, so you, you graduate, did, did you go, is that when you got your first teaching job right out yes. of college? Okay. Yes, I did. I
1: got my teaching job and, and- like I said, it was just, I did it. I love the kids tremendously. Yeah, they were amazing. I worked at an inner city school, so wow. they, they didn't have parents. They taught, saw things that I don't even want to repeat. And they yeah. would tell me, and yeah, I was, I was teaching fifth and sixth grade. And wow. then, yeah, and then that's when I started the Mary Kay and fast forward.
0: Were you now, were you in Mary Kay as a teacher still though? You were still teaching? Yes. Oh. I,
1: I was dabbling in the Mary Kay and okay. then, yes.
0: Did you ever do it full time?
1: I did. I okay. ended up staying with the company. I stayed with the company almost five years. Oh, and wow. um, nice. so I did have a great experience with them Yeah. overall. It was amazing. Times. So
0: when did, ha- when did you have your first, you said you had a couple of
1: kiddos? I do. Okay. I have a couple of kiddos. Yeah. And I have so we have a daughter okay. and she's 23.
0: And oh my I have goodness. a
1: son who's gonna be 17.
0: Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Good lord. Um, you do not look old enough to have kids <laughs> that old, number one.
1: Well, thank um, you. You they don't. keep me young.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. So so when you were so you were going through all of the um stuff in college doing the classes, and then eventually you talk about how you got into where you are today like what what you're doing now
1: okay so i after I was in my i had Kelly's boot camp for women for about yep. ten years, and wow. all right right at the end of ten years, what happened was i lost my mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the people got bought out at the gym right after that. So they pretty much two women came in and bought the gym and pretty much said, uh, yeah, we're not going to have you here anymore. You can go find another gym. Now wow. that was devastating because I built my business there. I was there for so long. Anyways, that was right before COVID happened, And then COVID happened. And so Uh, I had to figure out I was known as the fitness girl in my community. I was leading fitness programs and putting women on stages. I was a four-time national bikini champion. Wow! I competed across the nation and I did a lot of that. And I coached women to get to the stage. I was, I'm a certified nutritionist as well, because I, through the 10 years, I, Wanted to teach these women not only to get healthy on the outside and strong, but they needed to get healthy on the inside as well. Mm. So I ended up getting degrees in nutrition and being a health coach, taking women again to the stages, creating my own programs over those years. And then after COVID, I really had to get silent for a little bit and think about what is next. And again, I knew I was always on a climb. And one day I was listening to a podcast and one of the women asked the other woman, she said, well, everybody's addicted to something. What are you, addic- aren't you addicted to something, whether it's success or whatever, fitness. And I shut it off because I went, what? I'm not addicted to anything. And I remember so clearly, I said, I'm addicted to the climb. I am on the climb. And that just was a download. And shortly after that, I started my podcast, Addicted to the Climb. To just as a passion project to yeah. help others like yourself break yeah. through walls. Yeah. Learn how to break through. Never give up. Yeah. Just because life happens, we can't quit. It's all about the climb. Everything's uphill. We yeah. can't think it's going to be easy. It's not. And that's how I look at life because I've been through the death of my mother, breast cancer, getting tossed out of my gym, you know, in my Lots of things. I, I ended up writing my book, Addicted to the Climb, to share 30 personal stories. They're two minute stories each of just how I got through different life circumstances and how people can do the same. I always say I'm yeah. no different than you. I don't have superpowers. I didn't. I didn't, there's nothing I am doing different that you can't do, but I'm choosing courage. And I choose courage every single day. And through the death of my mom, when my mom passed, my dad was diagnosed with a rare blood cancer six weeks prior to her passing. Oh and he had a 30% chance of living. Yes, it was just crazy time in my life, because again, I'm an only child. Remember, wow. I was like the three bears with my parents. We did everything together. We were the happiest three people. It, it's a blessing, and I know it's rare, yeah. I, but it was like the best I, I was so grateful for my parents my dad gets diagnosed we were like oh no what are we going to do he had to go in isolation he had to go through uh, chemo strip his whole immune system and he had to spend a year in isolation six weeks from the surgery my mom passes suddenly it was just crazy so my messaging about addicted to the climb came through Those circumstances of just wanting to help people be again the courageous leader of their life. Because my motto is, my tagline is, your life is worth climbing for. I truly believe that, that we have one life to live. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We only can do what we can do today, whether Mm. it's being grateful for what we have, helping someone out, where can you be generous? And, you know, I'm not perfect. Life is up and down. It's peaks and valleys, mm-hmm. but yeah. I try to keep my focus upward and forward at all times. I try to teach my kids that and, um, and I'm trying to just touch the masses to be addicted to the climb with me. And that's all we can do. And that's where my whole brand started evolving.
0: Do you feel like, um, you know, I've, I've interviewed 500 and some odd Mm -hmm. people on, on here. Right. And, and, you know, one uh, there's, there is a common theme and it's what you're talking about right now among all successful people. I've, I've done some, some one-on-one coaching with, with folks that, you know, you can tell that they're inside, they're looking for their savior. They're looking for that person to show up. That's gonna, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I can relate to that because I've, felt that right. Like who's gonna, who's gonna help me figure all of this out Mm -hmm. for the people who are watching that are, you know, are listening. They're trying to figure it out. Like what would you say to them? Like somebody that's struggling to figure it out. We, I have a friend that runs the, um, the suicide hotline in Ohio. He runs when he's the national chairman for the, the whole the national suicide prevention thing um and you know during covid which you talked about Mm -hmm. the numbers skyrocketed Mm -hmm. just skyrocketed Mm -hmm. and i think about that like there are people that just were they were tired of climbing (laughs) right because you got to keep climbing like I, i i don't know any other way what do you say to the people who are trying to figure it out, who haven't figured it out yet? How, how do you get through to them?
1: So first and foremost, I rely on my faith and that's just who I am. But figuring it out, I remember just feeling that way. What am I doing? What's next? How do I move forward? And yeah. when I say, when you say figure it out, it's almost like sitting quietly with yourself and nobody wants to do that. See everything takes work. Everything we do. People don't want to put the work in. And I believe fully the more you put the work in to develop yourself, what are your strengths? What are you good at? And that's the beginning of your evolution, I feel. That's where I because I didn't do any of this in the past. I I used to hear make the list, start journaling, do all this stuff. And I thought it was pretty frou-frou, but (laughs) I did, I really did, that's just for those people, good for them. And I started doing this inner work to figure out who am I, who am I? Like, I have strengths. I don't have to be like her to be successful. I can be like me. I, I used to try to emulate everybody else and maybe the gurus know what they're doing, so I should do what they're doing. That's not mm. the way it works. I feel God created us with unique gifts that only we have. You have different gifts than I do, Ken. And yeah. I don't want your gifts. I want mine. And I can strengthen my own. Just like it's like we don't want to copy each other. So sit quietly. Take the time. This is yeah. this does not happen overnight. Right. But when you're trying to figure it out, that means that you have to sit with yourself and say, okay, I'm going to write 50 things that I know I'm good at. and You'll find 50 things. Believe me, you will. It might take some time. You can even ask a friend, like, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Am I a good speaker? Am I a good communicator? Am I good with helping people? And start there because then you'll start seeing the path that yeah. excites you. So I hope that resonates with someone if you are feeling stuck because we've all been there.
0: I, I often think about um the the you know we have an expiration date mm-hmm. and unfortunately we don't know when that is. I don't know that I would want to know though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to
1: I wouldn't want to know. No, yeah, no. right. No. Yeah.
0: So so but you know, so many people I I I I was just talking to um somebody else the other day that was on the show, um and and you know, I think that people don't like the human ego maybe is attached to the soul, which has been around forever. And mm-hmm. and and so as a result, we don't live like um, like we have an expiration date.
1: Right. But we do. I yes. know. I know. And that's and that's that changes things when you realize that.
0: It really does. I mean, look at you here, here you are a four time national bikini champion and, and you've battled breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Like that's unbelievable, right? Like that's like, that's not supposed to happen to me. So, so, so talk about, I know you have, um, you have some programs that you're doing when when 2020 hit um the 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 pandemic and all of that um was that right after you left that gym when did you when were you kicked yes. out of the gym
1: november and then march happens so oh my gosh yes it was right then so then the holidays happened and then i was like oh my gosh what am i going to do but what i did do when covid hit was I just showed up on Facebook Live. I did workouts every single Friday for free, just for people, until I wow. figured out my next steps. I just wanted to keep helping whoever I can people are stuck at home. And I was still doing nutrition programs, one-on-one coaching, and helping people just stay on track. We were doing weigh-ins virtually. You know, show me the scale on your FaceTime. <laughs> and so. Oh, my God. So I kept that part going until I really – figured out my next steps and i was really just saying fitness just expired it had an expiration date in yeah. my life i just i knew that's not the path that i wanted to continue on i knew i wanted to work with people differently yeah. more yeah. mindset helping people get on the climb and coach them to take those next steps how to get wow. unstuck how to become courageous and confident in your life and so that's how that evolved. I still, of course, fitness is a pillar in my coaching, healthy yeah. living and nutrition is a pillar when I yeah. coach people, if they want me to coach them on that. But it's really about mindset right now and how to get from A to B, how to get mm. unstuck. And that's the way. So I do one-on-one coaching. I have a membership site for people. Yeah. I do, I, I speak. So, and then wow. I have a mastermind where I launch that only a couple of times a year.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, um, I've, so, you know, who Andy Frasilla is. I do. Yeah. From first form. Right. Yes. And, and Andy, Andy was on the show and his wife, Emily, they're, you know, she's a friend of mine and, and um they're incredibly fit (laughs) and and so Andy and I was about 30 pounds overweight when I had Andy on the show which you know thank goodness the camera doesn't (laughs) I don't have to be (laughs) like but but so so Andy was on I said because he developed 75 hard and and I I said I didn't even bring up 75 hard you know why and he's like yeah because now you have to do it and he starts laughing and I'm like ah so I did 75 hard, lost 30 pounds. Wow. My wife did it as well. We completed Amazing. it, which is a tiny little percentage of people that actually complete it. And oh, yeah. I, I'm, and this is all leading into a question, by the way, um, because then that was in 2019, and then then the pandemic hit. Yes. And, um, and I got COVID and double pneumonia and they found an aneurysm in my heart and all of this stuff. Right. And so I just panicked and said, okay, I'm done working out cause I don't want to explode my heart and die. And, you know, um, for, for people who are, um, stuck there, cause now I just got on this I really, ironically, I got on the scale for the first time. And I don't know how long this morning. And I was like, shut the front door. You've got to be kidding me. I, you know what? I got to do something. So, so the people who are stuck, the people who, and I'm talking, I'm putting myself in that category. The people who have the excuses that are fat, overweight, don't just feel, you know, and I can't even. I can't even put a definition on it, Kelly. Like, I don't know why, how it happened. Mm -hmm. I I really don't. I have no idea. What's the push? How do you push or can you push people? Like, I looked at that scale this morning and went, you've got to be kidding me. That's the most I've ever weighed
1: in my life. So, you know, what's so crazy is today. My podcast comes out every Monday, Addicted to the Climb, okay? Yeah. Today, yeah. today, tune in and listen. Anybody that's overweight, my client today, Becky, I had her on my show. We did the interview last week. She's down 147 pounds mm-hmm. in her what? picture. Look on my Facebook page or any of my social. Yes, her before and after. one. 147 pounds, guys. So wow. you're asking me how to get unstuck. I'm gonna tell you what she said. I've been working with her. She's this podcast. It's it's actually hilarious because she's very she's not emotional, so she's cut and dry. Yeah. And every question I would ask her, I'm like, come on, Becky. Like, how, what is it that people need to do to lose five pounds? Never mind 147 pounds just get off your butt, just get up, just go, just do it. She's like, I don't, I just did it day after day. And I'd be like, well, well, how though? And so this woman gets into it, it's a quick episode, 20, 25 minutes maybe, but she's and this is how I believe too. Now I'm not overweight. I have my ups and downs, so I don't know what it's like to have to lose 50 pounds. But i know what it still feels like to have to lose seven pounds and that's a lot for me if i gain seven pounds on my small frame so it still feels the same i still feel discouraged i still Mm. feel like oh i want to like oh i'm gonna do this again (laughs) but all it takes is a commitment and a decision yes that word deciding can be your changing Factor in your life on everything. Make yep. a decision that you want to do this for you. Nobody else. Even if it's in your job, like, what are you deciding to do today in your life to climb higher? It's a decision that you make in a commitment to yourself. And how yep. committed you are to yourself, only you know that. Like, I think people get caught up in, you know, the yo-yo diet a lot. And I understand I mean, it's hard living in this world with so much food and so many bad things that taste so good. <laughs> but once you go to that other side of just eating clean and feeling good, one yeah. week down, just get one weekend, you feel, mentally, you have more clarity. Your yeah. body feels stronger. Try running up the stairs right now, being overweight. Eat clean for one week and run up the stairs again. You'll be like, Wow. I feel this much better. And that's all it takes to get going. That's how you create momentum. Let me just tell you this. Wow. You're never gonna be motivated. You will never ever be motivated. I have been working out consistently for twenty since I was 16, I'm not gonna tell my age, <laughs> but I've been working out a very long time. I'm not motivated. I would rather right. not to this day, but guess what? I forgot. I I Threw motivation out a long time ago, and now I rely on my habits. So, my habits are wake up, my Bible, workout. That's it. My body just does it. Like, I don't even have to think about it anymore because even when I don't feel like working out or I don't feel like making a green shake with spinach, and I'm like drinking my shake, but I don't, I do it because it's a habit. And I've yep. done it so consistently that I like feeling this way. So when I want pizza on the weekend, I have it. Because my habits are pretty set in place. I'm not relying on my motivation anymore. I'm really relying on my daily habits, my rituals. And we hear this all the time. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. It's not new. But you know what your days look like, people. You know what you do in a day. You know how you choose your breakfast in the morning or if you're food in your lunch or if you're yeah. eating out every single day. Only you know, but you can decide. You can make a new decision right now. Becky is 50. She's not 25, guys. She's 50 and just lost 147 pounds because I wow. have women all the time. I'm too old, Kelly. I can't do that. My
0: my wife, my wife just put a comment right there. I had it up on the screen for a while. you know, we're both right in in the 54, 55 range now. And, and it's it, it, and, and this is not an excuse, but it your metabolism slows down. It does. And I used to hear that I've always been the skinny. I was the skinniest little craphead in, in high school. Like I, and now I'm like, the biggest guy in the room. I'm like, right. I, I don't get
1: it. I listen. And I have to be, this is how I coach. I have to give you the hard truth because yes, maybe you're thinking your metabolism slows down, but what have you been doing? What have you been doing all these years? Like the past year, if you look right. back, are you slowing your own metabolism down? Because let me just tell you this. I'll give you a couple of good tips. <laughs> Green vegetables, like spinach, Kale, broccoli, the greens, the dark, leafy greens. They speed up your metabolism. They do. They're fat burners. Remember Popeye? He drank his spinach every day. He had muscles. He wasn't like a little kid. He was like an older guy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, there's things you can do that can counteract. People say, my metabolism's broken, Kelly. It can be fixed at any time. It's just, again... What are you doing during the day? What are you, what are your eating habits like? And then we got to make some adjustments. That's so
0: it. my 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 wife saying tell her about our smoothie. So oh, she makes me. she makes a green smoothie, spinach, um, kale. It has everything. All the uh, a very chiropractor friend of mine gave us this, and it has all the has. Um, she'll list the ingredients. I, I uh, she makes her. it. I don't make it. Um, in fact, she's been out of town before and I'm like, I don't, I'm screwed. Cause I don't know how to make this, you
1: know <laughs> so, but, but, you know, I, I, I think,
0: um, and, and she's asking is fruit, a bad idea to include, it's probably better than including pizza, but well, um, it
1: is. And I can say I'm not the end all be all fitness coach, but for my experience and my opinion on fruit, is if you're trying to lose weight, I would really either eliminate it or cut it way back to just the berry family. Berries are <laughs> great for antioxidants, but people think, oh, I'm going to lose weight, but I'm going to eat fruit all day. Well, it's all sugar, really is. Right. So, you, you know, when you're trying to lose weight specifically, cut back definitely on your fruit and increase your vegetables.
0: And Little Debbie's oatmeal
1: cream pies. I mean, it has oatmeal in it. It has oatmeal in it. (laughs) It does have oatmeal in it. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just (laughs) kidding. My mother loved Little Debbie's.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, that's uh, your mother and I would have gotten along. (laughs) We would have. Your mother and I would have gotten along very well then.
1: Yell at that woman so much. Uh,
0: Well, you know, and she's like, she's put it here, orange, apple, orange, pineapple, kale, parsley, broccoli, turmeric, ginger root, and all that stuff. Um, So you're saying cut back on the fruit part of it.
1: I would, if you use an apple and an orange, maybe like two slices, two little slices of the orange in a quarter of the apple and a teaspoon of honey. That's what I would do. I would, or I would cut out. I would cut out one of the, definitely cut out the pineapple. If you're trying to lose weight, you guys, yeah, I think it's okay fruit in moderation, but when you're trying to cut back, you have to remember that's sugar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think you said something incredibly important um, uh, just a few minutes ago. And and I talked to, um, I had the CEO of the Napoleon Hill Institute on the other day Cleona. And she talked about the moment that she made a decision. Mm -hmm. And I think back over my life, you know, and you're right. A a year ago, I decided to, and it may not have been a long-term decision that I made in that moment. But on that particular day, I decided not to do the thing to make my life better. And then the next day it was like, well, I, you know, I, i I made it okay with one. I'll just decide to not do it again. And, and then it, it accumulates over time. It and, is. and um, you don't put on an extra 30 or 40 pounds overnight it's and, and, and it,
1: it, you can't take them off overnight. Exact. Boom. Right there. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the hardest part is when people gain the weight They want to lose it. They don't start seeing results. I mean, when I was training my fitness competitions, my fitness competition, women, putting them on stages, they didn't start seeing the magic start happening until week six on my program. So it takes time and people want overnight success. Why don't I have abs? I've been working out for four days. It takes time. You said it. You said it. It's so true. It's it, just as long as you gained it. It's going to take that time to lose it. I, I
0: noticed it. on when I did 75 hard because Andy even says this isn't this is. And he says it with dropping a lot of F bombs, but I won't do that. But he's like, this isn't a blanking uh, weight loss program. It's a, you know, and, and, no. and I, I remember and he's like, "Don't even like." I was talking to Emily, his wife, on on Instagram, and I'm like, "the the scales not changing." And she's like, "Stop! Stop getting on the scale! Stop right. it! Just stop!" And and you know, which I didn't. I kept doing it, but I did notice though. It took weeks, and yeah. then, nice. and it was weeks of of brutal working out. I'm it's talking. It. 45 minutes a day, twice a day and and a gallon of water. And, uh, or how, how would you say a gallon of water? Um, gallon
1: of water, gallon (laughs) of
0: water. Right. So, but like, it's a lot, it's a lot. It It takes, it takes commitment. Commitment.
1: That's it. It's just a commitment. It's like anything else. Are you committed to your job? Are you going to quit after a week? If your boss yells at you, like it's just people think diet and nutrition is different from everything else. And it's not, it's, it's. are you committed to your marriage? Are you gonna bail out because you get in a fight? It's right. the same thing with your health. You gotta look at these areas all similarly because yeah. they all take work. How much work are you willing to put in to make it work? Right. And, and then it, it, there's no magic. It's, there really isn't. So it's a decision, then a commitment, and then you start forming those habits, and they be, once they become habits, you just off and running, just like brushing your teeth. You you wouldn't skip brushing your teeth, just like so. For me, I, it's the same thing with my workouts. Yeah, and it's that's it. Is there a difference? So uh, she has a process feels- mm. sugar verse. So they they not to get all technical, but sugar really is sugar. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Yes, if you have a Snickers bar, you're going to feel worse physically from eating that than you would um, a banana. But at the end of the day, they really are sugar and carbs the way they move through your body, if that makes sense. So when you're trying to lose weight, just cutting back on that stuff can really just you would be surprised at how much faster if you do cut back. So, let me
0: ask you a question then. Um, in your opinion, uh, now, I think that I think that money and happiness are re- are are they're related. I truly I've been homeless and broke, and I've been wealthy, and wealthy is way better. Um, so in your opinion, what holds people back in life from having real financial success? And everything else we've been talking about, great health, relationships, marriage, everything, having it all, what do you think holds people back in, in love?
1: The right that comes to mind is they don't want to work for it. They mm. don't want to put the work in. That's what holds them back. They're afraid to work harder because they don't want to exert themselves. I, I see this because I've been broke, same as you, Ken, mm-hmm. I mean, My husband and I were paycheck to paycheck at one point. I mean, all the time. And at one point, what are we willing to do? How much work are we willing to put in? I'm ready to, I want to run up that mountain. I want to keep going. I'm not stopping. I want to see what I'm made of. And I think that's what it comes down to is I I personally love a challenge. Like what's next for me? I love, I love, and it's challenging myself, the girl in the mirror. Like I look at her and say, what can I do better? And I think people don't want to do that. They want the easy way out. And then it's, woe is me. I don't have enough. I'm sitting here. Well, go get it. You know, we all have to make sacrifices at one point, you know, it's in, in some way. Yeah. Like we don't just, there's no overnight success. I didn't get here today because I was sitting on my couch, just making a few text messages, you know, DMS. No, I was on my phone. I was messaged. How can I add value to you? What can I do? I have a brand addicted to the climb. I'll do, I'll come on your show. I'll do that. It's everything takes work. If you're willing to work, you will achieve endless success in, in whatever success looks like to you, whether it's making an impact or whether it's financial success. Yeah. It depends on what you're going after and everything is better with money. Ken, like you said,
0: Way it gives better. you
1: more options. It gives you more opportunity. It gives you more ways that you can give back and make an impact. So that's my husband and I's mission in life is to just keep going, doing the best we can yeah. so we can give back more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the um, talk about the programs you have? How people can can get in touch with you or follow you or get into one of your programs? Give me give me the um, website address too. What's the best sure. website?
1: My website is my name Kelly Tian, K e l l e y t y a n dot com. My programs are on there. They can reach out to me. I have a thirty minute discovery call if you just wanna chat about next steps or see how i can help you in any way and that's probably your best bet oh, i'm on social all yeah. just my name linkedin instagram and facebook yeah. and so they can find me on any of those i do have a free facebook group but my programs and opportunities to work together are through my website
0: wow that's so awesome any final parting words that you would have for um, everyone listening or watching live right now? There's, my wife put your website address up, Thank too. You. Um, any, anything that you would like to say that, that you know, people can take today yeah. and change their life?
1: Okay, ready? This is a good one. Here I'm we gonna, go. Gonna, here we go. I'm going to give you my mantra that I live by. I have it written on any mirror in my home to remind me, and it's, I will not be defeated by my inner negative voice. So you keep saying that over and over, you will not be defeated because that inner voice is trying to tell you to stop. It's trying to tell you to quit. It's trying to tell you to throw the towel in. You're not good enough. Let me just tell you, you start talking back to that and taking ownership and your power back from your own inner voice. You mm. will climb mountains that you have never dreamed of. It, it that mantra has changed my life. I have to say it sometimes, a hundred times in a day. I will not be defeated by my inner negative voice.
0: Wow, that's amazing, amazing. Okay. I and because and I say this all the time. No matter how successful, no matter how long someone's been alive, no matter what we all have those moments of doubt all of us
1: all of us all every of us.
0: single one of us we oh I, I remember grant cardone telling me live on the air i wake up scared every single day of my life and mm-hmm. that's a billionaire mm-hmm. <laughs> i wake <laughs> up scared every day of my life so you mm-hmm. know I, I think that we that's so important that's mm-hmm. so important to realize well, that Yes. We all have it. We're not alone.
1: We all go through it. We all have two people inside of our heads. It is the, the, the one that's, but the one we fuel, the one we feed always wins. Yes. So you're letting the negativity fuel up and you're feeding that and repeating things like I'm fat, I'm this, I'm overweight, I stick like whatever you say, you're going to feed that and that one, that voice is going to win. That's why I'm so passionate about that mantra and it's so much to me because at one point I was going through a lot of negative things in my own head about the things that I've been through, but it was eating yeah. me away. And I'm like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't fight against myself anymore. And that's where I took my power back, said this mantra, and I've never, I say it from the moment mm. I wake up.
0: Wow. Mm. That's so powerful. Every mirror in your house.
1: I do. I my oh, gym, yeah. the bathroom. Oh yeah, and I have Everywhere. my kids. I, I tell my kids.
0: Wow, that's so awesome. You need a so, reminder.
1: You need to visually see this stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's amazing. It's amazing. Kelly, Tyan, thank you so much for your beautiful spirit and your wisdom, thank and you. and you do you're. You, I'm gonna say you must be just like your mom because you. you I don't think you stopped smiling the entire time I'm just you've been like, on oh, tells me that. Thank you,
1: thank you, That's, my mom. Amazing. She never stops. Yes, thank
0: you. I I love it. I love it. You've got a beautiful smile. So, mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. you for for sharing, yeah. and 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 everybody go to KellyTyan.com. That's K-E-L-L-E-Y dot com and um, follow her everywhere on social media. And, and uh, Kelly, thank you. You're amazing.
1: This was so much fun. Such a blessing. God yeah. bless you guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much. And everybody make sure that you also share this out, follow Kelly everywhere, and we will see you all very, very soon. Thank you so much, Kelly. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>